0: Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry
1: Christmas. Happy Holidays. All right. Yes. Festive. To mask our pain. If Jets fan, Tiki and Tierney are the fan here. So, um, Giants gonna win tomorrow?
2: Yes, I feel You're confident. No, you don't. Well, no, I do because the, the there's one big challenge for the Giants, and that is keeping Justin Jefferson in check. I mean, he's gonna do what he does. He's gonna have some big plays. He's gonna, you know, probably catch a touchdown or uh, you know in, in the game. And and Kirk Cousins is gonna wow us with some play to him. But it's keeping everything else in check. You know, Dalvin Cook and I forget the other wide receivers. Another wide receiver, uh, Thielen, uh, not Thielen. There's another younger one. It's doing it's, it's doing well. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But if we keep everybody else from having big games as well, then the Giants can keep it close, keep it a, a possession game and then rely on a defense that is improving because Kayvon Thibodeau is now getting home. And obviously Dexter Lawrence and those guys are doing, they're doing very well on the first level. The second level I think is going to get healthy. We heard earlier when we talked to Julian love this, uh, that was yesterday Mm -hmm. uh, that Xavier McKinney is, 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 is trying to play. We heard, you know, he might be playing with a cast on his hand, so they could be getting a little bit healthier in the secondary. And if, this Saquon Barkley resurgence from last week continues, and it gets back to what we saw at the beginning of the season. The Giants kind of have the edge, you know, despite being the dog in this game. So I think they can win if they play. They don't make mistakes. I think they will win. Yeah, Jefferson is—he's so good. Man. Oh, it's ridiculous. I keep reading his stats every week. We get these like these stats that you know. You're about CBS Research? Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, do this, and this guy did this, and every week, Justin Jefferson. yards per game is the highest per game average in the history of the NFL. Uh huh. And uh now. You know, over a year, you're like, yeah, yeah whatever. I just had a great year. Over two years, you're like, yeah, it's just had another great year. It's three years. I know, Dude, but it's, like- it's really like I think, and he's amazing. And when they drafted him with
1: 23, mm-hmm. I remember you and I talking about it on the old show. We we loved him. You, you called some of his college games. Yep. I loved them. I thought that was a home run out. Of, that's like one of the draft things I actually nailed.
2: Well, who was it? That I that knew he was going to be for awesome. him. I forget there was a meme because somebody. Dra- whoever drafted right before the Vikings picked another wide receiver, and the Vikings were like, <laughs> "Great, we got our guy." You drafted the wrong dude. We got the stud. Uh, I forget who it was because he went late. He went really late. He went number twenty-three. Yeah, and I forgot who it was. Somebody else drafted a receiver before um, Justin Jefferson. And I don't. Know, he's when did ha- the Giants take Tony? <sighs> that was. That was. That they took him before. That was the same year they took him before. <laughs> they definitely what, did. Were what the memes about that? Hold
1: on, wait, wait, hold on. Now I, don't I gotta think, see I don't, the. I don't, I don't <laughs> hold on. I think it was the Giants. Oh no, I'll check it. Now the uh, got all these drafts. Oh, they just... with
2: Jalen Rager. From yes. Eagles. Oh Rager. Rager. There it. you go. Rager That's for right. The Eagles. That was the one.
1: Jalen Rager. Yeah. That
2: sucks. Yeah. And
1: they were like laughing at him, like
2: you took Rager, and yes. Justin Jefferson yeah. on board. What the hell is wrong with you guys? I mean, I'll
1: tell you. Look at that draft here. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence has started to become the guy that everybody thought he would become. Yeah. Zach, we know Zach. He's a he's a disaster. Trey Lance is a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Pitts is is good.
2: Not that he's quite what I thought he'd yeah, be. Yet it's kind of it's it's he something's not happening, you know, clicking down there. Otherwise, oh, the quarterback plays. And, and I That's think it's mostly it. the quarterback, but yeah. it's other things as well. Jeffrey Akuda hasn't been you no. know, great. But Teak, look at these
1: names behind Pitts. Jamar Chase, superstar. Waddle, stud. Penny Sewell stud. Yeah. I mean, even a couple we know about Micah Parsons at number uh twelve. Uh Elijah Vera Tucker. That was a really good move by by the Jets to move up and do that. Yep. Worf's. Leatherwood was a mess. He was already cut by the Raiders. I'm just kind of bouncing right. around. He was the seventeenth pick that year. Kadarius Tony was twenty. Man. I mean the Giants the Giants could have taken uh, <laughs> They might not be, be part of the memes there. But you can laugh at Rager all you want. Yeah. I mean, who's yeah. had a better career so far? Well,
2: I mean. I mean it's pretty
1: close. Rager or Tony? Well, I mean. It's not even. Not well, even Tony's a, done nothing. It's not even a question. Uh, that's what I'm saying. But So the meme should be about the Giants.
2: The Giants. Not the Eagles. No, but the Justin Jefferson draft was 2020. Right? It was 2020. Yes,
3: that was 2020. The, the, the yeah. Tony's 2021. So oh, right. the
2: Gi- the Gi- yeah, the Giants took Thomas, Andrew Thomas, that year. Can't the, quibble with that. No. I guess I just flipped the years. My, my bad. Yeah, yeah, you flipped it a my year. Bad. But there was a, there was the tackle draft. Remember the because that was the Andrew Thomas draft. The, um, Beckton. the Kai Beckton draft. Yep. Yeah. Jedrick Wills, who really hasn't panned out. Tristan Wirf, who's Wirf one of the best tackle in, beast. in football. Mm-hmm. Austin Jackson, who went to Miami. He's he's been okay. Um, but Justin Jefferson went twenty twenty second. Look at and he's such a high volume reception guy. Like twelve for a buck twenty three
1: against mm-hmm. the Colts. Eleven. Uh, for two twenty three against the Lions, ten for one ninety three at the Bills, twelve for one fifty four. Yeah. This is just video game freak stuff. Yeah, ten for one forty seven, nine for one eighty four. Really, one of the only teams to shut him down, the Jets. Yeah, seven for. I know he's going to touchdown that yeah. game. He didn't even have fifty yards, I don't think. No, so I don't know. Um, but listen, the thing about the receiving is, is they're still doing it. There's mm-hmm. no question. But you, don't you have to kind of weigh it? A little differently, like look at the explosion of the three-point shot in the NBA, and look at the yeah, points per no game doubt. in the NBA. No doubt, it's they all th- part th- of the evaluation.
2: They throw the ball so damn much. I mean, it's it's fifty times a game. Some of these games, fifty. I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, you back in. I feel like back in my day, back in my day, sixteen years ago, we'd run sixty plays on offense. Mm-hmm. Now they're throwing the ball fifty times a game. Yeah. So yeah, just, it's you. just more offense. How about Barry right here in Manhattan? I think
1: Barry wants to mix it up a little bit. He's tired of the Zach Wilson stuff. Barry, what's going on, buddy? Happy holidays.
4: Good morning. Good morning. Long-time listener. I've talked to Tiki before. Yeah, man. Uh, Just a couple quick points. Uh, The Jets really need a lot of help. Yeah. I think Salah's not a great coach. Uh, Wilson, got to go. I mean, that's it. That's that's the ballpark on that. Uh, I did want to just mention one point about the Yankees. They need to get Reynolds. They need to fix that outfield uh, now that they lost Benintendi. And Tierney, yeah. I just wanted to mention, you mentioned Zeppelin. I'm 72, and I was fortunate enough to live through the 60s era and got to see Zeppelin in July. I believe it was July of 69 at the Old Fillmore East, their first concert in, in New York.
1: Wow, 1969, you said, late 60s?
4: 69, summer 69. Uh, no, it was uh, I think January 69 in the old Phil Maurice, their first concert in America. Amazing.
1: Yeah, well, they were formed, you're right. They were back, obviously, in London back in 1968. So if you saw them in January yep. of 69, that would have been their first one stateside. Wow. It, it
4: was their first one stateside. And then that summer, that summer, I forgot what month. I think it was July. They played in, remember the old Schaefer Festival? I, I don't know if you remember
1: I, I, that. I, I, I don't actually know.
4: Yeah. But tell us, Scott. Festivals in the Festival in Walden skating rink. And they played there in the summer. That place was full of hippies, which I was
1: one of. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, must have smelled beautifully.
4: Amazing.
1: (laughs) Must have have smelled great. (laughs) He got 3,000 hippies who haven't showered in a week, sleeping in tents.
4: Well, you know. It was was strange. Yeah.
1: I hear you. I'm just just messing around, Barry. Appreciate you, Barry. Have at times, dude. It was what it was. Barry, you ask
2: and uh, and the Yankees deliver. Hoff, the Yankees make a signing? Oh, wait. did. did, Did they just trade for Reynolds? No, they signed a free agent.
3: Well, there's nobody that really interests me, so who the hell do they sign? It's an infielder. No, I'm really not. I need an outfielder. Wilmer Defoe. not ah,
1: great? <laughs> Cha-ching! Defoe. Lock it up. Defoe, you. <laughs> oh, who cares about it? What are you interrupting the flow of the show for that nonsense? Well, he's he he has first seen one of his,
2: his signings.
1: <laughs> the Yankees got to sign
2: somebody. Yeah. Okay, they did. I, don't think he, I don't think he was asking for that. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Who was it? They better deliver Reynolds. I'll tell you, I know the Pirates. <laughs> <Not William. laughs> Who? I, DeFoe. Wilmer. Wilmer DeFoe. Oh, Wilmer. Got I know it. the Pirates are asking for a lot. And I know that there's a few teams vying for Reynolds, which gives the Pirates leverage clearly. Yeah. And I know that the Yankees know this. And I know so know that it's easy to bag on Cashman, and I've done it as well. You know, the other day at the press conference, Donaldson's absolutely our third baseman. Hicks is healthy. The knee's fine. Hicks wants to be on the pro golf tour. Hicks can go play for live or mess around with Tiger if Tiger's even healthy on the PGA Tour. Hicks can't play baseball anymore, at least not here. Everybody knows the Yankees need an outfielder, including Cashman. But the Yankees need to, within their own minds, come to the understanding that they must basically part with whomever the Pirates want. Now there's limits there, of course. You're not giving Volpe, Peraza, um Cabrera. you're not giving all of them no, but, away.
2: But they want pitching, right? Yeah,
1: but, yes, they do. They but, do.
2: And we can't offer that, correct? Uh well, you could always offer something. First of all, the Yankees have a few
1: younger guys. Herman's okay? Yeah. I mean, yeah, then you I have hear, to satisfy that with other minor league. There's always a way to build a yeah. package. But what I'm saying is the Yankees given and we did this the other day, Teague – Judge is in his prime. Cohen is is in his prime. Rodon is in his prime. Stanton, I guess, is still in his prime. DJ, I guess, is still in his prime. Rizzo on the back end of his prime. These guys are in their prime. So, like, I understand the Yankees are going to be held in a barrel over the waterfall a little bit here by the Pirates. I'm sorry. I I I would almost take being fleeced (laughs) and giving them a little more than I'm willing to 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 part with to get a left fielder.
2: They have to know this. It just feels like, even if it's not like the piece, it feels like it completes a little bit of what needs to be done. I think Reynolds is going to be a star. Not everybody's with me
1: because there's been some injuries. And listen, the thing about Reynolds that I really want to see, and I think this applies to other players that have come here, um, like maybe like a Scotty Brocia. I think the year, do me a favor, check this out. The year before Brocia's came to the Yankees, I'm pretty sure he either hit just below 200 or like 202. And as the nine hitter with the Yankees, he had, I, I think, 90 RBIs. Can you can you just jump in when you find that? I want to complete this point, though. He Red, batted
3: 203.
1: He batted 203 with the Yankees. How many RBIs with the Yankees? 90? With the, uh, with His the first Yanke-
3: year with the Yankees. With the Yankees, he batted 300 and had 98 RBIs. 98
1: yeah. RBIs. So yeah. he went from – think about that. I know it's a different game, but he went from hitting 203 <laughs> – And, I don't know, what was his op. It doesn't even matter. 203 sucks. His seventy six. It was garbage, okay? Mm, Wow. He comes here, he almost has 100 ribbies. What does that mean? It means there's guys around him who can hit. Yeah. So you tell me, well, Reynolds is not a superstar, and I'm not saying he's a superstar. What I am saying is, there's a lot more to that guy. Yeah. That guy can play. You get him in this lineup, in that ballpark. That guy's going to be an all-star. Yeah, and if you put, Make it happen, you, put a,
2: you put a good lineup around him, it makes it a lot easier for him. It's not the pressure that sometimes it gets put on some of these guys. Mm-hmm. Let me just pull up his stats for a second. You know, he's he's an athlete. He's young. He's 27. He's right. in
1: his prime. I really like Brian Reynolds. He's a big kid. He's 6'3", 205. So, in 2021, he played every game but three. Okay, Teak? Mm-hmm. He led, the, he led baseball in triples with eight. He had 24 home runs. He had 90 RBIs. His OPS was 912. And then this year, for a guy who had a down year, his OPS was over 800. It's not like, see, when there's these radical fluctuations, it obviously worries me. Yeah. And that's one thing that worries me about Glaber Torres up, down, up. down. you know, with Reynolds, his down is still much better than league average, which I believe is about 750 is for an OPS. This guy, this guy can ball. I hope the Yankees I hope the Yankees do this. I really do. I mean I've been saying it for long enough. <laughs> I've been saying this for a no, month. Just cuz you're saying it doesn't mean it's Speaking gonna happen. Speaking to existence man. Tr- that's that's listen, how it is. BT uh, usually does that. I am th- trying. I, I unlocked Barrett last year, okay? You did. Uh I implored the Jets to do some, you know, RPO, run pass options with Zach. The first play of the game they do it. I I begged them to dress Streveler. They did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I do have to say it. The Knicks got to a winning streak because of BT. That's
2: right. That's That's
1: (laughs) why. I didn't have an opinion on the game against the Raptors. That's why they (laughs) lost. Um, I told the Mets they needed that stick. They go out and they get Carlos Correa. I mean, yes, you're right. I say it, it happens. Done. Reynolds will be a Yankee. 877 337 6666. I'm going to make some picks coming up. Pardon me, Sharp Tierney. Mm -hmm. We'll give you some winners coming up. We'll get back to the phones. We got you till two. And then it is, uh, of course, Carton and Roberts. Although, who's in for the guys today? I think they're off, right? They are, but I don't even know who's coming in. Is it, it, DA? Is I, I, it DA? I, I or don't it's, know. It's, yeah. not, it's not Little Mad Dog and, and Little Carton? No. Paul, who's who's coming on tonight? Who do we got? Who's on today? Who's on the air today? DA. And, oh, it is DA. There DA? There. Okay. Not C-Mac and those guys? No, they took, they're lazy. They took off.
0: They took off? They're in next week. Oh, uh, Okay. Here you go. Be the ball. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. The mood is right. The spirit's are
1: Ah, uh, yes, it is. 122 back on the fan. What's going on, everybody? Tiki and Tierney show. Uh, we got you a little more than 30 minutes, and then it's Cardinal Roberts, uh, their show, obviously at two, and then... We're into the holiday uh, vacation. We'll catch you on January 2nd. Wishing everybody an awesome, uh, awesome holiday season. Merry Christmas as we get into the weekend. Good luck to the g Man, obviously. Uh, how did I do last week with my pick? I don't think I did very well. I think I was 5-1 the week prior. How did I do this? I, was I 1-5, 2-3? No, three? no, two and, two and four. 2-4. I mean 2-4. Ugh. It just can't get any rhythm. You know, it's a good week, bad week, good, bad.
3: NFL's been very weird, though, this year. I mean, that's what it comes down to.
1: It's been tricky. You know what really, I mean, as much as we mess around with this, there's a lot of people losing real money on football gambling. This has been a tough year. So, I always tell you, I do these reads, don't chase, and I'm certainly not here to preach, but don't chase. It is very, these games, basically, whatever I say, don't even <laughs> listen to it this today. Honestly, don't even listen, because I just looked at this, there weren't, you know, and it's also a quirky weekend weekend. You know, teams that are pretty much done. Is their heart in it? They're, they're missing their family, Christmas, juggling yeah. all the holidays. In-laws coming in, travel. I mean, who knows who's ready to play football? That's of the teams it's that the hard busy.
2: thats the hard part of this type of this type of season. I'm talking about from a like a player standpoint, and that too. Sure, you're, you're like we got three weeks, three games left. Yeah, right. Well, for me it would be two, but now it's three because they're seventeen. You got three games left. Let's just get through it and finish strong. But you're, as soon as something bad happens, it's like, all right, whatever. Yeah, you let down that that <laughs> yeah. uh, that
1: spiked emotion. It certainly uh, it dissipates. I understand. All right, I'm going to buzz through these because I want to get back to the phones and uh, talk about some other stuff. Here we go. Sharp Tierney. Let's rock.
0: Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Every show makes picks. But this show actually makes picks that will put money in your pockets. We've got nearly 10 years of evidence to back it up. Buckle <GIRLS> in this year. your wallets ready as BT pops on his shades Bounce and Sharp Tierney. All
1: right. A little dull last week. Not as sharp as we want to be. Sharp Tierney's football picks are on the fan brought to you by Charles Turwitt. Shop now for your new go-to shirt at ctshirts.com and by the New York State Office of Addiction Services and Support. All right. Here we go got a couple of over-unders. I have uh, a couple of the sides here. Let's see how it shakes out. Number one, I mean, I, listen, I don't know if this is going to work, but, you know, Tiki, one of the things I always look for, an incredibly alarmingly low over-under. I've told you that many times, and it doesn't get a whole lot lower than 34 Ooh, and a half, wow. which is what the Falcons-Ravens game is. Now, if you've watched the Ravens and the Falcons offensively for a couple of weeks now, Maybe on the stand it's 34-and-a-half. I'm going to roll the dice, a little disinterest, a little maybe a slick field, a cold football. Give it the over, 34-and-a-half. Thank you, sir. Over, Falcons at the Ravens. We're going to keep it moving. Now, this is what I just said. Some teams want to play, some teams don't. I think the Bills want to play. I don't think the Bears do. Bills in lane eight. They're in Chicago, so it's not in Buffalo, so they got to travel. But, I mean, really, where's the built-in home field advantage for the Bears fans? They've checked out. They're miserable. Another lost season. Hook it up. Bills minus eight in mm. Chicago. The Brownies minus three hosting the Saints. Now, Teague, I'm going to let you make this pick for me. Which one? Of course, if you say the opposite of what I say, then I'm going to have to change it. But hopefully you, you nail it like you usually do.
2: Just for a second. Browns
1: Go ahead. minus three hosting the Saints. What would you do? Browns minus three hosting the Saints.
2: Well, the... Cleveland Browns are 3-0 and against the spread their last three games. You actually have intel. How how do you have it so fast? <laughs> I'm good like that. Are you a degenerate?
1: Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Jeez, that was quick. Um, I just the, wanted a yes or a no. Uh,
2: but I'll take it. Unless I don't like what you say. I. But what do you got? I'm going to say you're going to go... Under no no Browns you didn't
1: even listen yeah. <laughs> so he's got all the info except the answer to the question yeah. that I actually I was, asked I
2: was quickly looking up the I got info. listen
1: I'm <laughs> I got you Browns might just give me a yes or no Browns or or team take Browns. The Browns yeah I did Browns might as three hosts of the Saints let's go Seattle and Kansas City. Kansas City Kansas City is, <laughs>
2: is that an actual song
1: it is oh. I think it's part of a song over under forty nine at a hook I'm gonna take the over. Over Kansas City, Seattle, 49 and a half. I told you I'm going to blast through these today. Now, that doesn't mean I didn't do the research, but I just don't want to waste a ton of time on this. Cincinnati. Teak, make this pick quickly for me, will you? Mm -hmm. Cincinnati. Playing well, boy. They look like the team that might be able to mess around and get back to a Super Bowl. Second,
2: I mean, double-digit win seasons two years in a row. Yeah, and last we thought time that their coach hit. was going
1: to get whacked earlier. Remember that, oh, Coach Taylor? I, oh, I didn't like him. I was no, like, you I, didn't. I, don't, I don't know
2: about this guy. Yeah, Tiki did, did a game
1: for CBS. I think it was the Browns <laughs> game, right? Yeah. He comes back. He's like, this guy's a jerk. I don't like this guy. <laughs> 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 now <laughs> can he's he coach? great. Now he's great. He can coach because he got some because he has a quarterback. Yep. What a concept. Cincinnati minus three at the Pats. What would you do? What do you think I'm doing? Cincy minus three um, at the Pats. You're going to take Cincy. You're damn right I am. I want those Patriot fans to suffer. Yes, I, it's like the voodoo doll. Just keep taking those pins and sticking it everywhere. Yeah, especially because in twenty twenty two, they are nine and three against the spread when they are favored. Nice. God, I hate the Patriots. I I just <laughs> detest them. I loathe them. I abhor them. <laughs> <laughs> Giants. I got to mix in a little G men here. Giants at the Vikings. The G men. Over under forty eight. You know I. <clears throat> I looked at it. I'd love to ride Giants plus the four. I think the Giants certainly hang. I don't think they get blown out. I can see the Vikings maybe tacking on something late to kind of pull away from that four. So I'm not hoping that happens if I'm not going to touch that. I am going to touch the over under, which is 48, and I'm going to bang the over. Giants at the Vikes. Clean field. Dome. Over. All right. So in summation, over 34 and a half. Atlanta at the Ravens. Give me the Bills modest you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At the Bears, Browns minus three taking on the Saints in Cleveland. Over forty-nine and a half, Seattle to Kansas City. Give me Cincy minus three at the Pats. Gotta hate them. And good luck to the Giants. Hope the Giants win in all sincerity. But I will take the over, which is forty-eight in Minnesota. Yeah,
2: they've gone over their last four. By the way, Minnesota. okay, there you go. So there you go. There you go. And I think, and you know, as I said earlier, we were you were asking me about how I thought the Giants were going to play. I think Daniel Jones actually plays really well in this game. This this Minnesota defense, even though it's it's it gets lost because their record. I mean, they're eleven and three, but it's it's the, they're the oddest team in the NFL. We talked about how hard it is this year in the NFL. Yep. The Minnesota Vikings are the most confounding team in the NFL. They might be. Because they are 11-3, and 3, clearly atop the division. they winning the division. Uh, uh, yeah, they're winning the division. I was going to say maybe the— No, they yeah, got it. I mean, they're, they're, Detroit's they're, not going to win. I think, win. They, I think it. they actually, actually uh, wrapped up the division already. Three base things. They got it. But they are the last defense in the NFL as far as— Are they mind. dead last? Dead last. So it's confounding huh. how you also lost forty
1: to three one game. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, how many teams that are have eleven wins at this point <laughs> lose by thirty seven points during any season? To the Cowboys? Not that's, many. Yeah, it's that's hard. That team. I don't. Way, I don't think they're going. That Cowboys
2: deep. at home. I know. <laughs> I, I know. The Cowboys at home forty to three. I know. It's funny. They're just weird. Man, they're just a, every team is that way this year. Mm-hmm. It's odd to pick, like, be able to pick who's going to you know succeed on any given weekend because you just don't know I, I don't disagree even the bills they don't seem quite
1: as sharp i mm-hmm. mean the jets beat them once could have won twice you know i mean the chiefs are good they're not great the niners if they had a better and purdy's interesting but if they yeah. had a better quarterback i i think i'd put a lot of money on them mm-hmm. to get to the super bowl i really like them you know it's funny too i hear uh, and i get it but not, I hear now G- hurts is hurt <laughs> yeah no, know that's true I hear uh Gio always talking about the Vikes and lamenting he's a big uh, the big Vikings fan, Gio. And I'm like, and I get it, because he's never seen a championship. Hell they've never seen they lost four four Super Bowls in the 70s, so they they've mm-hmm. never won. And I understand his plight, but I would switch places with him in a heartbeat. Now, yeah. at the end of the day, we're still championship lists, but like think about the path for Viking fans. They
2: just feel they're so much they're reveling
1: so much more often.
2: You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're. It seems like they have a vi, a semi-viable team every three or four years. They
1: always have a couple of great players uh-huh. that transcend
2: the NFL
1: and are among the be- yeah, like every Jefferson version of Chris, that, Chris yeah. Carter. Yeah, you know Justin Jefferson, yeah. Cook. I mean, they always have a play. You know, I don't know. It's I mean, just- even Kirk Cousins. I mean, you may hate him. I don't hate Kirk. He's just- I'm I'm saying, how does
2: anybody hate that guy? He's But like you know what most- I mean. They hate his game. Yeah. But here he is at sixty-five percent and. 24 touchdowns and 11 picks. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's he's a good quarterback. He's not great. He's just a, he's a good quarterback. He is
1: very good. And you know what? By the way, it's funny. You talk about Kirk Cousins, right? This is where you know it's not everybody, but where some people gravitate to the wrong stuff. I could promise you, if Kirk Cousins was out there every week and he was more demonstrative mm-hmm. and like if he scored a touchdown, he spiked the ball or he'd get a first down, he I can't. He's he's fairly innocuous. He yeah. just blends it. I, the old joke is, what what do I say, Teak? If <laughs> if Kirk Cousins hands me a tray at church, <laughs> yeah. I'll put more money in it when I see his face. Because he's that kind of guy. He's just kind of, I'm going to give him more money. I, I, time for a donation, I'm going to give it anyway. But look at this guy. How could I not give $50 more? Look at his face. He looks like a choir boy. Yes. If he acted differently, he'd get so much more respect. Yeah, he did. And how sad I is remember, that?
2: tried that on the plane. Remember, he had the, no shirt on. Yeah, had, that was
1: funny, though. But change, I mean, uh, like, like that was just kind of like a yeah. parody kind of thing. Yeah, I know, I know. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he was, like, more... I don't even know what the word. Of him. More cutthroat, more
2: self-promoting, more, I
1: don't know, bombastic. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He'd get more love. You're right. By That's the way, it. the
2: other kid I was thinking of is is K.J. Osborne. He's having a pretty that good— Is that Ozzy's son? <laughs> no. <laughs> but he's having a pretty good season for the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. He's got 45 receptions and four touchdowns. So mm-hmm. yeah, Justin okay. Jefferson's going to— He's going to, you think he goes for 2,000? He's got three. Was he got? 16? 1623 16, with three games remaining. No, because the Giants going to lock his ass up. Yeah, it is. So he's he's two about for it. 19 tomorrow and derail his question. He's already two. got 111 receptions like with three games remaining. I know. Well, what did Diggs have a year ago? Didn't Diggs have like 130? Mm. It's a crazy number. Yeah, because he, he he had the trifecta, Diggs, where he led the league in receptions, yards, and receiving touchdowns. Yeah, Diggs had a had a great season a couple of years ago. I can't remember off the top of my head what it was, but it was it was pretty. You know, he's got thirteen hundred this year. A year ago, Stephon Diggs. No, that was two years ago. He had fifteen hundred yards, hundred and twenty seven receptions, fifteen hundred yards. And what did he do last year again? He had he had twelve hundred yards.
1: I mean, how many receptions? Not so much. Hundred three. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of these numbers. I'm trying to find this. Not just the yards. That's the easy part. I'm trying to find, uh, okay, this should actually be easy. By, oh, come on. Of course, they give me 3,000 options on the drop-down <laughs> bar. Jeez. No, I don't want fourth-quarter comebacks. I just want to find a simple offensive staff for receivers. Receiving, uh, reception, reception. okay, finally. Number 19 down on the drop bar. All right, so I want to, like, see by year. Who the receiving yeah. leaders were? So, Michael Thomas, remember he had 149 Dude, back in I 2019? I thought he was going
2: to be the guy. So did
1: I. Wow. You know, But do you go back to, like, let me see here, a lower total? Like, what was the leading reception total in 1970? That's what I'm trying to
2: find here. 1970 what? Out of 1970 anything. 71. Dick Gordon, 71. Fred Blitnikoff, in, uh, 70. 71 was Blitnikoff. He had 61. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I mean, That's just how the it, three point it shot. He racketed up with Art Monk in 84. Art Monk. He had the 106. Great Jet. Yeah. Remember Art Monk on the Jets? Uh, do you remember this? No.
1: Do you remember, no. Do you guys remember that? You guys are a little bit
2: too young. Yeah. We got Art Monk he couldn't move. The first 100 reception receiver was Charlie Hennigan back what in year? 1964. 64? For the Houston Oilers. The next one was Art Monk, as I just mentioned. And then after. 20, 1991, there's only been a handful of season leaders. O.J. McDuffie from Miami. Yep. Um, really, that's it. There's only been one since 19, um, 1990. Jerry Rice had 100. After that, the only sub-100 receiving leader was O.J. McDuffie in 1998.
1: You know what's amazing? So Art Monk's a Hall of Famer, as we know, yeah. right? Three Super Bowl champs. You know, it's funny, like what you think you remember as a kid, it, it is a little distorted. Like you hear the name Art Monk. Yeah. And I just, and I have the stats and you'll see the point that I'm about to connect. Like in my mind, even though I do this for a living and I always jump in to look at stats, you know, some random stuff, mm-hmm. I my association was Art Monk had monster seasons, mm-hmm. right? I'm looking at it now 58 receptions, <laughs> yeah. 56, yeah. 35, 40, 106, yeah. 91, 73, 38. 72 86 68 71 46 41 46 and six yeah like I would have thought art monk had nine or ten seasons of at least 85 north of 85 yeah but he played I mean he played up until he was 38 so he went to the years I know he went to the Jets God, I' remember this I this had to be the year this this was the year of the fake spike so this is 94. art monk is on the jets yep
3: he was a Jet post Washington. He
1: was yeah. Had, yep. I had no idea. Oh yeah. No, I'm saying you guys yeah, are a little younger. Drafted. So he was absolutely. by Washington.
3: I remember him. Uh, you know, with yeah. Mark Rippon and Ernest Biner. Uh, well, amazing. how old are you? I'm 40.
1: Okay. Yeah. See, that's that's probably one of your earliest memories, right? Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Well, gotcha. Giants 91 Super Bowl was like my first. Got it. You got know, it. NFC Championship. 15, got it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, he played 15, 14 years with Washington. He comes to us. Of course, we get him at the age of 37.
3: And you know, he had 40,
1: 46 catches. From Boomer. Mm-hmm. Boomer was throwing him the rock for five eighty one, three touchdowns. Then he found, then he went to Philly in ninety five and he was pretty much cooked. He had a he had, three, yeah, he had 12, three really a couple of receptions. Yeah, I only so. played three games. Oh man.
2: Anyway. Love. We always get these guys when they're cooked. Love it really is lunch. amazing. I mean, he's not cooked. He's 37 years old. Well, I'm <laughs> saying, but that's when we got him. Yeah, true. You
0: know? Your official station to talk Giants, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Here's a good one too.
1: All right, yeah, this is it. Before we sign off and say uh, we'll see you in 2023, Tiki and Tierney show. Obviously, Christmas Eve tomorrow night, and then Christmas Day, and uh, hopefully, you guys have an awesome few days. And you know, these—it's funny how these t- time just, boy, it goes fast, man. I mean, that's the understatement of society, of, of civilization, of the world. They, everything goes fast, but I, you know, I tell you. And you're gonna, some of you will experience this tomorrow. If you have, particularly if you have little ones. I remember, this is the magic of Christmas. I remember, Tiki, you know the story. I told you a long time ago, so Mm -hmm. bear with me for a second. It's a Christmas story. Yep. So I begged my dad for a basketball hoop in my backyard, begged him, right? And, what he did was, I didn't even think about it in real time. It was so cool that he did this. He actually told—he got his legal pad, the one that I'm using, too. Yeah. What a coincidence. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm still old school with that. And he drew up an academic contract for the school year. All right? And he said, here's what I'll do for you. If you do X, Y, and Z... <laughs> And listen, the things I was very good at, you know, like spelling and yeah. you know, I had to get an A the things that I was bad at, <laughs> like like <laughs> math and science, you know just uh, you know c plus b minus whatever whatever it was, right, fairly attainable, but I had to do what I had to do anyway, he writes out the contract, and if I delivered on the checkpoints, Santa was going to bring this backboard nice. right this this whole. You know, rim from my yard. And I come down, I, I I achieved whatever I had to achieve, you know. And I come down on Christmas, I, I come flying down the stairs. And there's this huge backboard, fiberglass. It was so heavy. Right on my side of the tree, I had the left side. My sister always had the right side. With a big red ribbon around it. Nice. And a pair of black and white Converse Weapon sneakers that match <laughs> my CYO uniform. Uh-huh. So I don't know if anybody's going to have that exact, um, you know, sequence tomorrow. Uh, pardon me, on Sunday. But whatever that sequence is for you and your family, enjoy. Because yeah. that's what life is all uh, about. Course. Seeing the kids yep. just. Uh,
2: it's magic. Wanting something for so long, having to accomplish something to get it. That is be good, be on the Santa's good list. That's right. right? And then actually having it. It's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. That's so what, makes what do fun. you do? Do you I sit there with a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and I watch yeah. and I
1: just is that what you do? This yeah. I think I every say, dad just sits there with yeah. a cup of coffee, doesn't move and be, just watches. Well, it's
2: Tracy's mom and dad, you know, Ernie and, and Doreen, and, mm-hmm. and that's it, and just me and Tracy and the and the kids. So they'll spend the night Christmas Eve. Yeah, they'll gotcha. spend the night Christmas Eve, and you know we'll have dinner with friends, and then uh, Christmas morning Tracy makes. So she doesn't make breakfast, which kills me. She what does makes, she make? She makes. Um, what are those buns? The cinnamon buns, like yeah. The... Well, that's like a breakfast thing. Yeah, but that's it. Oh, is that <laughs> and it. And so, like by I don't know ten thirty. Yeah, I'm starving. Well, that's why you got to eat the
1: seafood. Like I'm banging yeah. it back at seven a.m. So, I got the cold so seafood salad. Actually, this
2: year I might Leftovers. have to. I might have to change it up and actually go get or make breakfast. Okay. This year, Because okay. I'm, oh, I'm starving I by the time that. we finish opening all the gifts. That takes forever too. Takes that's forever. the whole thing.
1: It does. T- you know what though. When you really think about it, is that something that you want no, to rush through? No, never, no way. never. I'm just saying... Those were done by 12 o'clock. I'm just saying,
2: night. I'm starving by the time we're yeah, yeah. done. And yeah. I mean, I've had like a cinnamon bun uh-huh. and coffee. And you sit there with coffee, right? You
1: just sit yeah, there on the couch and you watch the, the, the your your two girls yeah. just uh, in, enjoy the magic, yeah, right? Absolutely. Now, Hoff, take us, uh, take us through a little bit of... The Hoffman family magic here.
3: Ah, uh, there's a lot of magic. Um, again, coffee's definitely uh, no matter what. Like, I remember my parents always doing the coffee pot before we open gifts, so I think that's just a tradition by parents. You have to have the coffee ready before you do anything. 100%. Do you guys do you film anything at all? because like, I'm like a guy, like, I, I try to like, run down before any any of the kids come down because I want to see their reaction. Uh-huh. Well, yeah,
1: yes, yeah. Well, you know, you got to remember, we also have cameras a lot of people do everywhere, whether it's security, whatever. True, yeah. So, you can always go back and, and clip something from there. Yeah, we. I mean, the thing that and you said this. No, you said this. I don't like being filmed when I'm opening uh, the uh, present. Yes, I yeah. hate it. I don't like having to give a reaction. Yeah, I don't like. But I film everybody
3: else. I don't oh, get yeah. filmed.
2: I don't get filmed. Either. You know, no. you do the filming. I do it. Yeah,
3: but I know the kids. They're not paying attention to me filming, and I know that they're going to appreciate what I got them because I know the list I gave me. I mean, uh, I mean, that, I don't know, know that well, Santa gave me. When yeah. did you get yeah. the
1: list to Santa? By the way, how long ago? Oh, you like get exactly a month, right a, after Thanksgiving. A month ago, at least, no question. What time do you get up in the morning? About.
3: Maybe 7, 7.30. 7.30? I you no, are lucky,
2: man. I get no, uh, lucky? I don't know if that's lucky. Yeah. Man, my kids are jumping on my bed at 5.15. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> we're
3: out late the night before. Like, I mean, I mean we're not home before midnight, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because the, the Christmas Eve is just a late night. Same day. with us.
1: We're going to church. I think Actually, we're going to eight, usually. I
3: used to go to midnight mass as a kid. Oh, those were terrible. We're, and I loved midnight mass. I, I did. I used to pass out. In them. I used yeah. to... Well, I fell asleep I, a few times when an, I was As an adult, yeah, yeah. when I was single... I used to enjoy Christmas Eve with the folks uh-huh. and the, and, the, and the, my cousins and stuff like that, and then wind uh, wind up going to Christmas <laughs> midnight mass and uh, taking a couple snoozes here. Nice. Nice. Oh man,
1: those are the days. Yeah, they were. So enjoy it. Nah, T, we get up early. I mean, you just well, you hear I'm those buried. little feet hitting the wood floor, running to our bedroom. Like, here we go, it's go time, it's game day.
2: Every every time that there's something, whether it's a birthday, Thanksgiving, whatever, mm-hmm. my kids are up. 530 in the morning
1: do you know uh, yeah oh yeah same here do you know that we saw santa last year we actually saw santa Uh, yeah santa was in our sunroom
2: santa was in our sunroom. cookies he was the carrots you gotta hook up the reindeer as well not stealing them because they're actually for him we hooked them up we left
1: them out yeah we actually saw santa nice and my daughter kins was terrified because she thought and listen this this is true so kids if you're listening now if santa sees you the magic could disappear, mm-hmm. and the presents could go away. Mm-hmm. So you can, if you can peer down from the stairs and make mm-hmm. sure you don't, you know, you don't, he doesn't see you. My daughter was terrified that Santa was going to see her, and <laughs> she didn't want to come down because she didn't want the presents to go away. <laughs> no dummy. Oh, man. Uh, let's get a quick one here. How about let's go to Dino out in Maryland. Dino was on the fan. What's up, buddy? Thank you, Jenny. How are you guys doing? Hello. Just
4: want to wish you guys Merry Christmas you and your families.
2: You too. What's happening, man? Dino. You too. Merry fam. Christmas to you too, bro.
4: Thank you. Very quick, as, as I'm moving down, back and forth, and then heading back up to New York. Come um, this weekend. Yeah. Um, be safe, man. Thank you. Couple things. One, Giants. One win. One win coming up. They hit, they clinch the playoff spot, and then two, St. John's, uh, with the way they're playing. I know they had a tough loss to over. What do you think? Um, will they be one of the big teams in the Big East?
2: No, oh boy. Well, shit, I mean, it's... UConn is the team. And I don't want to say Villanova is like found themselves because Villanova got off to a rough start. No, they have. They found themselves. But and Moore's even back yet. That's they what found I themselves. Say. So they they found themselves. Yep. And it unfortunately happened on Tuesday or whatever that game was that you called. That was uh, Wednesday. today's Friday. It's that was Wednesday. Wednesday. Night. Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Right, because you were out. You you were, you were did the show from home uh, that day. So they kind of found themselves. You knew it was only a matter of time. Like They recruit so well, even with Jay gone. Um, so it's Connecticut. It's Villanova. The Savior's very good. Xavier's good. Yeah, yeah. I want to believe in St. John still. Um, I didn't see the game against Villanova, but just listening to BT coming back after that game and they just look lost in the uh, half court. In and the they, half they court. just
1: don't score easily. It you know, I've, listen, we'll follow them. Of course, you know, once uh, we come back January second. Yeah. They um they gotta get a little more connected offensively. They they need to. Uh they just you know, Posh and he's just not shooting well. Mm-hmm. They don't score easily unless it's transition. And and yeah, Soriano's been very good inside, but they got to score. Yeah, they got to score. So we'll see. Um, if it's not if it's not an NCAA season, they they yeah. underachieved. Yeah, that is. And,
2: and by the way, the half court is a hard thing because you see the teams they st- they just start shooting and ba- and bailing. Mm-hmm. They know you suck in the half court. They'll shoot and bail. Hope they make it. Rebounding is secondary. That's true. And just stop you from scoring. That's what's happened in the St. John's. At least that's what happened. Against Villanova for St. John.
1: Now they are eleven and two, but the two best teams they played, Iowa State and Villanova, mm-hmm. didn't look very good. All right, time for the Tiki Teak- and Tierney daily pick brought to you by SuperBook Sports, better odds, favorable prices by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda, and by Flag and Anthem. Real close, real life. Visit Flag and You know what? I am. Go- I remember the other night I said, you know, I want to take the Knicks, but I had a bad feeling about that. I didn't take the Knicks. Yeah, and they lost. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm taking the Knicks tonight. Nice, and they win. Knicks five
2: and a half. This book bull- three in a row go Chicago? Against Chicago,
1: yeah, that adage is never accurate. No. People say it's so hard to beat teams three times in a row. No, not, it's really not. not, not, the not reason, if you are better than well, them. Well, yeah, the reason why you probably beat them twice in a row is because you are better. <laughs> to your point,
2: I and just, you just got slapped around. At least Pascal Siakam slapped you around by Toronto. He did. Yeah, they're going to be pissed.
1: Yeah, backhand slap, fifty deuce in the Jamie, <laughs> in the Knicks' face. I think that Grimes. Now, if Grimes doesn't play, you know, mm. but I think he's going to play. And uh, he just brings a different dynamic, and I think the Knicks are better. The the Bulls, now, can Levine drop 30? Sure. I mean, he's a really good player. Can he drop 40? Sure. When he's on, he's really dangerous. But the Bulls look like they don't like playing with each other. Mm. I think the Knicks get back. I think they get the win. I think they cover the 5.5. So there it is. The Tiki and Tierney daily pick. You getting excited? For what? Christmas. I love Christmas. <laughs> I've been
2: excited since Thanksgiving. You thought I was going with a jet point? No, you? I knew
1: you were going to break back <laughs> to Christmas. I was hoping you would. It's funny because when I was growing up, we'd always kind of pick like that first Saturday mm-hmm. uh, to put the tree up and and all that stuff. As as a dad now
2: and as a husband, we right after Thanksgiving, yeah, Tracy. it's up, man. Well, Tracy had and them up. I love that Tracy had them up because they're all. We don't have real trees. She's I think she's allergic to. Whatever the pine is, whatever the stuff is, but so it's all fake trees. They're all up. I think it's balsams. Yeah, exactly. Douglas firs. Oh, no, I, I, exactly. I, I, I yeah. So they're all up, but not decorated. And then as soon as Thanksgiving happens. Oh, oh they're up. They, wait, they're up before Thanksgiving? They're, they're up, but not decorated. Happy Halloween! <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> no, you're not joking. Uh, the not, Halloween's trust over. The trees go up. Uh, I've seen the pictures. <laughs> I didn't know it was that early, but I, I but knew it was not early. they're decorated. And then they get decorated, and Tracy does a great job. I guess. So we're excited for the weekend. Everybody have a fantastic Christmas, holiday, and the Hanukkah, uh, whatever it is you're celebrating this weekend, have a safe one. You too, brother. Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas, bro.
1: Yep, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. And, uh, hey, that was a quick year for us here at The Fan. And uh, we, we appreciate you. Any, any good show, and I'd like to think that we're in the direction of becoming a really good show for you guys. Better listeners only strengthens it. I think I, I've always known the fan listeners are absolutely the best. So, thanks for giving us a shot. Year two is going to be better. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We'll catch you in 2023. Carter Roberts show next. Have an awesome, awesome holiday weekend.